This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Professional football in America is a special game, a unique game. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. The man who play it, make it so. On 98.7 ESPN, Hardesty and Damer. Oh, Oh, Gordon, this is my music here, Gordon. Gordon! This is... This, if this doesn't get you going... Oh. Oh. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go, Gordon. I'm ready. I hear you. I'm ready well, we got go. a couple more days to go, though. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And this will get us in the mood. We'll talk Jets in a couple of minutes. Right now, let's, let's finish up and... Harvey, give us some more football music as we chat about the games this weekend. We've already talked Giants. We'll come back and talk about them. But, uh, Gordon, let's start out with the first game that we'll have on Saturday. That will be the Jacksonville Jaguars and your Kansas City Chiefs. And, listen, you would think that on paper uh, Kansas City should roll, right? This is this is a team that, that offensively they, they can do whatever they want. You've got a brilliant quarterback. And notwithstanding what we saw last week with Jacksonville, Gordon, the one thing that really, whenever I watch Kansas City and I think how good they can be, the defense just keeps me from thinking that they could be that next step. The defense is just very inconsistent and they keep teams in games. I would be surprised if the Chiefs lost this game, but much like the Eagles coming off the bye. We never know how that's going to affect the team and, and the Jaguar. I mean, if the Giants are playing with house money, what are the Jaguars oh, doing? Please. After that comeback, after the year they had a year ago, the young quarterback who's all of a sudden looking the part, and, and, and I mean, the, the week he had a week ago, right? All the interceptions, mm. being able to overcome that. Now, this is a step up in class, and I think the Chiefs are a little healthier than the Eagles are, at least at the quarterback position, and I think they have a better quarterback than the Eagles do too, but all the things that we've kind of made the points about why the Eagles might be in a, a little bit shaky this week, I think that those could apply to the Chiefs too in terms of the bye week and everything else. Yeah, no question about it. And I am curious to see what Doug Peterson does, right? you got a guy who's won the Super Bowl. you got a guy who's, who's long in the playoffs, understands what it takes. Um, took a lot of guts not to pull your quarterback, Gordon. I mean, four interceptions in the first half. I mean, I might have thought about sitting him down, but he stuck with him. And so now you you got a shot, like you said. Yeah, you, houses money. You're playing with the house, you're several houses money with this one. But the question becomes, right? Did they win their Super Bowl with the win last week against the Chargers, or are they still Possible. motivated to try to go on this week? Yeah, I, I mean, a young team sometimes they don't they don't realize it how big the moment mm-hmm. is, and it doesn't impact them the way it should. Maybe going up against the Chiefs in the playoffs, and the Chiefs the number one seed, and all that type of stuff. So. Um, we shall see. It should be an exciting game. I know the point spread is eight and a half, but mm-hmm. um, it would not surprise me if that was a close game too. And interested to see what the Jaguars can pull off. Although we, meaning you, did a phenomenal job in cover five. I did. I did. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned. I'm glad to see that it's getting some some attention. Yes. Well, even though we, I mean, you <laughs> did a great job in cover yeah. five. This show, took, the best show at picking the, games as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Kansas City cost me a number of games because they don't they don't cover. <laughs> they don't, no, no, they don't cover. <laughs> they never cover. Yeah, so. and it seems like and it always seems so easy, right? Oh, yeah. Chiefs by a touchdown? That's what well, they'll do that in their sleep. Yeah, they went by three. <laughs> it's not good. It's not what I'm looking for. And I'll say this for uh, the defensive coordinator for Jacksonville, Travis Kelsey's always open. <laughs> He's always open. When in doubt, throw it to Kelsey. 
Oh, we touched on it earlier, but Gordon, uh, Giants and, and Eagles, listen, uh, the Eagles should win this game. There's no question they about should. it. They should, absolutely. They're the more talented if they team. don't, this season is a huge failure. Everything is, is riding on this game for them. There's no question about it. And, you know, once again, it's about health. And isn't it always comes down to health, you know, when you get late in the season like this? It's about health. And if Jalen Hurts is, Gordon, if he's 80, 80 to 85%, the Giants are in big trouble. Yeah, I mean, he he could be a, 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 certainly a difference maker. Um, I, I just don't know what you really can expect going into this mm-hmm. game from him. Yep. I mean, he's yep. played one game in a month. There is something to be said. I, I know I think it was the right decision for the Giants to rest their starters in the final week of the regular season. I always think mm-hmm. that's the case. But yep. There is something to be said for for keeping the routine going, and the Eagles are not playing their best right now, or at least coming into this game. They could flip the script and they could flip the switch, and and all of a sudden, you know, you could be sitting there in the in the first quarter saying, "Geez, uh, how could I ever think the Giants are going to hang with the Eagles? Mm-hmm. Why did I overrate that that win against Minnesota?" All those things could be true. Yeah, but just the trend lines right now. If you look at the last six weeks, the last month or so, to me, the Giants are pointed in the right direction. And not that the Eagles are pointed in the wrong direction, but it, they're just lesser than what they were the first 10, 12 weeks of the season. Let's move on to Sunday, three o'clock, Cincinnati at Buffalo. And Gordon, listen, uh, talk about if you don't get to the championship, it's an epic failure. That's where the Buffalo Bills are sitting Absolutely. right now, more <laughs> and- so than maybe any team in the NFL. And with Cincinnati playing the way they can with the weapons they have, they could give Buffalo a good run for their money Sunday. I don't like betting against Joe Burrow. I know. I do not like betting against that guy, man. That guy, uh, he's got ice water in his veins, as they say. Uh, Yeah, I could definitely see. Now, look, I think the Bills suffered their scare last week. I do think that they'll play far better this week. They better. Because if Mm -hmm. they put up anywhere close to the performance, especially Josh Allen. And, you know, when the Bills are not playing well, you take a look at them on offense, and you think to yourself, you know, they really rely on Stephon Diggs a whole lot. A lot. Um, the tight end is good, but, you know, they don't really have much of a running game. It's basically Josh Allen making plays, you know, crazy throws with his rocket arm and, and doing things with his legs. And it, it for a team that is like, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl, they're not, to, to me, as well-rounded maybe as – other teams that we see are, are talent-wise. They're not as talented at the skill positions on offense as other teams. So I do think the Bills will win this game, but and I do think that they suffered their scare last week, but I do not like betting against Joe Burrow. I'm not real confident about this Buffalo team, Gordon. I, I'm just not, and it's, it's partially because of what you said. Uh, Josh Allen, listen, he's been phenomenal, but this year he, he just seems like he's been – he's had games where he's come back to – to earth, mm-hmm. for lack of a better phrase. And you are a thousand percent right. They can't run the football consistently at all. He's their best running back. He is. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, and it's no, you know, it's, it's not even close. And the other thing, Gordon, they really miss Von Miller. I mean, they yep. really do. They mm-hmm. really do. And that could be, you know, you need to pressure the passer. And if you let Joe Burrow sit back there, it could be a long day. So I'm very curious to see how that goes. Uh, that's going to be the three o'clock game. And then, of course, the nightcap on Sunday, Gordon, it is the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And even though it may not be to the level of Philadelphia and Buffalo, but the Cowboys are always expected to do well. So this is a big game for them as well. Yeah, I mean, they do have 
the profile of a team that could win a Super Bowl this year. Now, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think that there's just too many things that, that, that hold me back from picking them. But would it shock me if they went into to San Francisco and got after the rookie quarterback? And would it shock me if Dak Prescott and that offense was clicking? Uh, it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me. So uh, I expect that to be a good game. I think that's the clo- yeah, that's the closest line of the weekend. Mm. That Niners team, it just seems yeah. like they're monsters, man. They, yeah, I, I just so can't good. see uh, them being able to be held down on both sides of the ball. But I do kind of – I think everybody kind of expects the rookie quarterback to look like a rookie quarterback, and mm-hmm. he, he's probably not going to get a tougher challenge than this week. These are probably – I mean, they're so even defensively. Slight edge, I would say, to the 49ers. But they are very good. This is two very good defenses. And when they turn it up, they can be, they can cause you fits. So the question is going to be, as you mentioned, does Brock Purdy turn back into, you know, a pumpkin from being Cinderella? And does Dak Prescott now get forced into turnovers, which is something he did not do against Tampa Bay? Because that's, that's going to be a turning point for them as well. No question. And, and are we going to get the championship games of one seed versus two seed in both conferences. Yeah, ooh. I don't you usually know. don't get that. No, you normally don't. Somebody usually slips up. Yep. At least yep. one of them slips up. Last year, two number one seeds slipped up. That's right. Yeah, so it's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a good weekend of football. i tell you that. It's going to be a great weekend of football. 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Hardest to ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM. We'll come back, take your phone calls, and talk about the offensive coordinator carousel that's going on in the National Football League that's piquing the Jets' interest. We'll do that next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. He can make it work if he has a quality quarterback and they have the requisite pieces on the offense. The New York Jets fit the bill. If Makai Becton comes back healthy and Elijah Vera Tucker come back healthy, you have a solid offensive line. You have the skill position players with Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. You've got all of those pieces in place. All you need is the quarterback and a guy to put it all together in your offensive coordinator and away you go. Byron Leftwich has shown that he can adapt his system to fit whatever quarterback is going to step in there. That's Chris Canty, who was on with Greeny, 10 to noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. Hardesty and Damer till midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons. And Gordon, there's a number of OCs that are, that are leaving, that are changing addresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Roman leaving Baltimore. Uh, Byron Luckbridge, uh, obviously it was his fault that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers didn't right. <laughs> play better this year offensively with Tom Brady. Uh, so he's now looking for work. And obviously... With the Jets, one of the teams looking for an offensive spark because of what you what they were so badly last year, uh, there obviously you know a number of folks are in the mix. Now, what's interesting is Darrow Bevel of of uh, your Miami Dolphins yes. rescinded his. Uh, he said, "No, I don't want to. I'm not interested. That's okay. I, I'm, I'm not going to. You know, I don't want to interview." So, uh, if you're the Jets now, you really. And and I'm not sure how I feel about this. I really think that I think you need the offensive coordinator before you need the quarterback. You know what I'm saying, Gordon? And 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 I know some people think you want the quarterback first. I think I think if you have a veteran offensive coordinator, he can adapt to whatever quarterback you get. 
Well, the decision on what quarterback the Jets are going to get has to be made first. That's the most important thing. Uh, now, I think you actually have to hire the offensive coordinator first, but I think mm-hmm. you have to know who you're going after and who you're likely to get at quarterback. And I agree with you. Then the offensive coordinator. Because um, here's the thing with the Jets. They don't need a guru. No. They don't need a quarterback whisperer. No. They need somebody who's done this job before, has, mm-hmm. has had some level of success, has a history of success, and, uh, and, and, and most importantly, they got to get somebody who can play the quarterback position who's had a history of success. Mm-hmm. So yes. I don't know who that's going to be. Uh, to me, if I were the Jets, the number one person that I would be targeting, if he is available would obviously be Aaron Rodgers. That would mm-hmm. be the number one guy. I don't love Derek Carr. I don't love Jimmy Garoppolo. Lamar Jackson's not leaving Baltimore. Now, I don't know. Maybe maybe Rodgers is going to retire. Maybe he's going to stay in Green Bay. Maybe Green Bay isn't going to let him leave. I mm-hmm. don't know. But if that guy's available, I think he still has plenty left in the tank. And that would be the guy that I would certainly target first. Yeah, I I, I get that. I get that. Because at least it gives you time to find another quarterback when yeah, he leaves. Right, it gives and, and you time. Who, and and who, if you're if you're serious about you know Zach Wilson getting something out of him down the road at some point, the guy he grew up idolizing. If you're ever going to be able to reach him, not that this is any reason for for making the move. It's about getting the guy to come play quarterback. For, mm-hmm. But if he can ever be reached. You would think his his childhood hero would be the guy to reach him. So yeah. that might be a nice little offshoot of it. But and I'm not telling you that Rodgers doesn't come with some concerns. You'd have mm-hmm. to trade for him. He's he's older. I get all that. But the Jets are kind of in in some ways, you know, with the pieces they put in place, it's not about three years from now. No, it's about you got to make the playoffs next year. If you're Robert yeah. Sala, you have to make the playoffs next year. Yeah, because you haven't been there in forever. It's a win now team. You know, you haven't been there forever. You 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 got to, you know, you got to do something. You have to improve this team so that you can get to the postseason. Before we get to the calls, Gordon, your takeaway from the athletic article, uh Zach Wilson according to the article, paraphrasing, not quoting, uh that you know, telling Mike LaFleur this you know, tone this offensive playbook down and and did he did he say what we said? Everybody else seems to be able to do this offense, but you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was look. It was a very good article. I think uh, Zach Rosenblatt was the one mm-hmm. who wrote it. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It definitely had me on the on the edge of my seat, as I as they say. Um, mm-hmm. It did not surprise me that the the Jet players were ecstatic when they went to Mike White. It was clear. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you saw them, they were, you know, not just the T-shirts, how they looked on the field, how yeah. they played in the game. Yep. Uh, and it was not, it was, it was abundantly clear, even before reading that article, that when they went back to Zach Wilson, everybody was miserable again. Yep. And uh, Robert Sala might be a, a better piece off, maybe a better ambassador than he is a head coach. <laughs> I will say this as well. Did not... Uh, if that is true about uh, Elijah Moore, yeah, dude, who are you? Yeah, who are you? Yeah, what have you done mm-hmm. that you're you're cursing out the offensive coordinator? Yeah, I mean, uh, did I miss the the Pro Bowls that you went to? You're you're a second year player. I I think he's a good player. I think he he has a promising future. But I don't know, man. It's like. 
Check yourself before you wreck yourself, Larry. You know? Whoa, listen to you. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, come on. You're Gordon's- cursing out the offensive coordinator? Next thing you know, Gordon's going to be spitting out some beats. I might, I might be uh, spitting some <laughs> bars, Larry. You never know. Oh, no, I need, I need more prep time than that. Doesn't, <laughs> I don't have that kind of flow. <laughs> I don't have any flow. I have a drip. <laughs> I have a leaky faucet. You <laughs> suck. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it's been said. Oh man! But you know Not the other thing though. about the Jets, the offensive coordinator. Wouldn't it? Doesn't it? Isn't it just the Jets' luck that the year they're looking for an offensive coordinator? There are now ten teams. I know looking, looking for, for offensive coordinators that have quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, well, most of them, right? Or at least yeah, a, a clear path to getting one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were, if, if I were to give you the teams, Bucks. Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Commanders, Jets, Patriots, Rams, Ravens, Titans. I mean, outside of the Commanders, I think the the, the Jets are right there. Yeah, they're right, they're right there with the Commanders. <laughs> right not, not a team and you want Colts. to be associated with. And the Colts. Well, well at least Colts the Colts. I mean, they're, they're going to have to. They're going to have to find everything. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they got to find a coach. They got to get a quarterback. I mean, they're starting over. So at least you got a little bit of a rope there with the Jets. It's. You don't have a quarterback, and you have a short shelf life. Yeah, I mean that's that's almost impossible to overcome. Like, who's taking that job? Yeah, if you have any other options. Yeah, unless you feel you're going to be considered for head coach. <sighs> do you want? I mean, if that's where you're going to get, you, you have to do. But the problem with that is, you would have to do a really good job mm-hmm. to be considered the head coach. And if you do a really good job, there's a chance that the, the coach go is going to stay in place. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It seems like a very uphill climb. It does. And and the other thing, like you said, you don't even have – I'm an OC. I don't even know who the quarterback is. No. I, you know, I, I know who it isn't. I, I have to go into that interview, <laughs> and they're going to tell me we're getting this guy. We're getting yeah. – we feel very confident we're getting Derek Carr. We're right. getting Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's how you have to do it. Otherwise, <laughs> no deal. Booty's in the Bronx. Hey, Booty, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys, man, do you ever have any news about what's going on with Lewis Riddick? No. There was anything up with Lewis Riddick. No, I didn't either. I didn't hear anything about Lewis. Yeah, that's my point. I mean, a year ago, he was like, oh, 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 God. You, 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 right you, the way you said that, Boot, it was like there's something <laughs> happened. Listen, Jeez. the man is like Carmen San Diego. Where is he? <laughs> I mean, he was on the tube every two minutes a couple of years ago. Wow. It's tough working at ESPN, man. I mean, one minute you're the player of the month, next minute, woo, kid, <laughs> you're a visible man, you know? You listen, man. You know, you guys were talking about the um, how the Jets fans should feel jealous and things like that. I'm thinking about the guy Frank who called the other night, you know, gave me some props and told me I was bitter <laughs> because the Giants are in the playoffs. I mean, personally, I don't really see it that way. I, I hear what Mark was saying and all that. But for me, I just look at the game just as a football game. I mean, the Eagles are better just as a team. It has nothing to do with whether – I have no beef with the Giants because they beat the Patriots twice when they were in their full Patriot mode. So, you know, all respect do, and I rooted for them in both of those games. I, I have no ill will to the Giants. I don't have a problem with that. No, of course. No, I understand yeah. that. Yeah, that one I understand. Yeah, I have no ill will to the Giants. At least somebody, somebody needed to get that job done, and yeah. they did it. They did. You know? But looking at these games this weekend, guys, listen, there's a couple of things, man. I, I, I mean, the Niners are re- really good, but I feel like they're getting a little bit too much light 
And I think that Cowboys game might be a little closer than people think it might be. You know, um, as I said, the Eagles, I think, are better than the Giants. I think they're going to win that game. But now with the next couple of games, it's very interesting. I mean, I, I, I fully expect Mahomes and them to be, you know, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, you know, he put his he put his name out there. But I think, you know, the, the fun times end this weekend. But, you know, the most intriguing game is, uh, you know, the Bengals and the Bills. I mean, personally, like I told you guys, I think Joe Burrow has surpassed, um, you know, uh, what's his name over there, Josh Allen. And um, like you said, Larry, there's something about the Bills that there's something that, that, that leaves, leaves you less, you know, less fulfilled. I don't know what it is. You can't put your really finger missing. on it. it hmm? Something's missing. Something's missing, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't put your finger on it. You don't know if it's the defense. You don't know if it's the running game. It's something. And the coaching gets a little tight over there, too. I mean, McDermott is a good coach. But the coaching gets a little tight. I just think it's going to really come down to, you know, uh, Mahomes and Burrow. And, I mean, both of them are, like, ludicrous. They're going for that number one spot at the quarterback because if Burrow wins, and as much as I love Mahomes, I, nobody loves Pat Mahomes more than me. If Burrow and them win, they, I mean, he takes the, 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 the mantle, you know, as the number one quarterback. But, Gordon, you said something earlier. This is not a sports-related thing. And you were talking about the difference between um, children's advocacy these days yeah. <laughs> and the parenting <laughs> style these days. Yeah. You yeah, listen, man, you know, my father was six foot six. He was about 265 pounds. I mean, I think I might have got hit by him once or twice. They were both very memorable. And, uh, you know, it wasn't something that you wanted to try to dip your foot in the pool with, you know, right. again. No, that was enough. That's but, all you needed was the once but, but, or twice. But, but listen, though, let's keep it real, though. I don't know about you guys, but with mom, Woo! Mom Back in the seventies? Oh Mom's my gosh, she was relentless. She was relentless. What about that when they used to tell you, okay, she said, Listen, you're gonna sit down and you're gonna eat your dinner and then I'm gonna beat your butt. Remember yeah. that? It was <laughs> yeah. always peas. And it was always peas on the plate tonight. You sitting there trying to eat one piece. She said, Boy, put the peas in your mouth. You try to eat one pea at a time. I, man, listen. Them mom beatings. Oh. They 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 were something different, man. <laughs> they were different. And here's the other thing, Boo, and thanks for the phone call and these bad memories you're giving me. Um, the other thing, too, Gordon, they made you feel awful because they made you feel so guilty. Oh, yeah. See, my the mother guilt. was oh. – she was not she was not the disciplinarian, but, you know, getting dad mad at you, that was easy. Yeah. When mom was mad at you, then you knew you really screwed up. Oh, man. It was, it was bad. It was rough. It was rough. I tell you. Oh. Buddha with memories. Thanks, Buddha. I'm sore again. 1-800-919-3776. More calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go back to the phones. Chris is in Huntington. Chris, you're next on 98.7. How are you guys? Great show tonight. Just want to uh, change it up a little bit. Instead of talking about Big Blue, let's talk about True Blue. Them Cowboys, I think they're really going to take it this weekend. I know there's a lot of uh, uh, t- talk about uh, Dak Prescott, inconsistencies. I think this is, game is going to go well under the total of 46. I think Micah Parsons is going to crush uh, the quarterback, and I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Cowboys pulling it up by three. Let's go, Cowboys. All right, Chris. Thanks for checking in. Uh, low-scoring game? Uh- yeah, Two good defenses. It's sure, possible. Absolutely. It's possible. Yeah. Because both of you know, Bosa and Parkins, they, they, you'll be hearing those names a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Look, I, look, could I see the Cowboys? Absolutely. They're oh, yeah. kind of forgotten mm-hmm. about sometimes, but no, I could. I mean, they do have the type of team that could make a deep playoff run. And if you can beat the Niners in San Francisco, mm-hmm. I, I would think you could kind of beat just about anybody. Yeah. Or you should be able to be in the game against just about anybody. Yep. Yep. But. It just feels like any time we start getting our hopes up about the – not that we get our hopes up, but you know what I'm saying. Like once yeah. we start believing in the Cowboys, mm-hmm. they have a way of, of dashing those hopes. Yeah, they do something to mess it up. Mm-hmm. They, they do something. you know. And uh, well, we'll see what happens because I tell you, uh, much like the Giants, they were very impressive against Tampa. Very impressive. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. As 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 bad as Tampa looked, Dallas looked good. I mean, once yeah. after the first couple of drives, uh, mm-hmm. the offense really got rolling. Yeah, it did. It did. And Dak Prescott looked like you know Dak Prescott can play. So uh, you he know, can at able, times. They were able to run the ball. They were able to pass the ball. I mean, they, they you Tampa could take nothing away from them. That's how dominant they were. Nothing. They did what they wanted in most for most of that game. Except for their 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 extra point defense, the the Buccaneers' <laughs> extra point defense was outstanding. I'm it was, know. it was, and this uh, there's a, there's a kicker cook kicking or looking over the kicker's shoulder. You'd have to. I mean, mm-hmm. it is crazy. I mean, you think about the sport of football. Yep. That it's these 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 behemoths running into each other, tackling each other. Passing, running, blocking, tackling, and then the games a lot of times come down to something completely different. Mm-hmm. It's kicking a field goal. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yep, that's why a lot of players don't like kickers. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, could you imagine? Like, I remember Chris Canty saying that. I mean, can you imagine Chris? I'm sure he has specific examples. Mm-hmm. Here's your Chris Canty. You're out there, blood, sweat, and tears. Yep. Taking years off your life, the 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 the, the physical toll that it takes mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. And then this little guy is going to try and kick a 35-yard field goal and he misses. Kickers are barely even people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can completely understand why he feels that way. Yeah. It's, it's I wouldn't rough. even be able to look at him. What are you even doing on the team? Why are you even here? Oh my God! You've got to be kidding me! I've never seen anything like it. Why are we kicking? It? Why are we kicking it? And. And understand, they don't practice with the players. No. They're off to the side. They have their own little field, them, the punter, and the, and the, and the long snapper. And they just have their own little practice together. <laughs> and every once in a while in the middle of practice, they'll stop and they'll bring them in and they'll do a drill or something like that. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's out of, it's a different type of specialization, right? You've got your pass rusher, you've got this, you've got that, and then you have, the kicker and the punter. <laughs> that who, is a weird thing. Who are also important in the games, mm-hmm. right? Be- between points and field positioning and, and flipping field positions. I mean, you know, when you have a really good special teams unit, you don't hear about them. They just go out there and do their job, Gordon. They just go out there and do their job. You don't you don't hear about them. You only you only hear about the special teams folks when when kicks are missed or Punts are blocked or something like that. It's the only time you hear about them on really good teams. Could you imagine being the kicker after you miss a kick in the playoffs and then you got to go back into the locker room? I know. All, everybody, I mean, everybody, everybody's looking at you. 
You mean like Scott Norwood against the Oh, Giants? my God. Very makeable field goal. Very makeable. And, and there's two sides of it, right? Not, you already feel bad, okay? And then you're looking at your teammates, and some of them are looking at you the wrong way. <laughs> and some of them are trying to console you, and you really don't want to be consoled. You just want to be left alone. You want to wallow in your own pity and misery. But can you imagine that now with what, you know, social media is and everything? I mean. Oh, you, you delete oh. the accounts right then and there. You, oh. you, you don't go. Don't read the comments. No. Don't read the comments. No, not at all. No, you can't do that. You just, you just, just. Oof, it I'll just bad. say one thing about Scott Norwood. He should have had a better f- chance than that. Like the, the Bills that year. They had the, you know, this unbelievable offense. They got the ball back with the amount of time that they did. I, had, I think they had one timeout, and it was still a 47. It wasn't exactly a, a chippy, you know, 47 mm-hmm. grass at that time. And back then, a 47-yard field, it's not like now. 47, no. is, it's more routine now. Yes, it's about, it's about 57 now. Yeah, <laughs> 47 right. 57, yeah. then it's about right. 57 61, now. good, no problem, right yeah. down the middle, but. Not even in Denver, people are hitting 61. No, absolutely. Field goal. Not even Tom Dempsey. I know. I know. Who did that? Well, Gordon, my friend, uh, what you got cooking on Saturday? I got a big show on Saturday. I think Ooh. I'm on until – I think I'm on four hours on Saturday. I Whoa. think. I got to check the schedule. Gordon, I never. Are you always asking me this on Thursday nights, and I never know. I, I know I have a Saturday show. I mm-hmm. think it starts at 3 o'clock. I don't think I'm following anything. Okay. But we'll Absolutely. have, you know, we'll obviously be doing a lot of football stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. the home of the the best NFL picks of any host on the station. That's it. Cover uh, five guy. Cover five champion for, for 2023. Nice. Maybe we'll have some news about the Jets. You know how they crank out that content every single day. I'm sure there'll be a story tomorrow <laughs> about something. <laughs> Breaking up fights in the lunchroom or something. You never know. Something will be going on. Something will be going on. There's no question And then, of course, it. the Knicks. That's it. Oh, we didn't even That's get it. into Mitchell Robinson tonight. Uh, no, I'm I'm not I'm not mentioning his name. I'm done. <laughs> you did you did your damage. I did already. my job. Have a great weekend, my friend. Same to you, Larry. All right, I'll see you folks on Sunday. Good night, everybody.